Today's topic is normalize having no fucking idea. Hi, welcome back to Friend Crush. I'm your host, Amber Akilla. This is my podcast slash video series where I talk about stuff and things, cute chaotic and critical thinking you can view the video on youtube listen to the audio on podcast platforms i did a live on tiktok recently and people were asking me why i'm doing youtube and not um like audio or why i'm doing both and it's because it's very difficult to monetize a podcast like i don't really want to do a patreon where people have to pay every month and like it's hard to put ads I mean I'm not from the US so I can't like monetize using ads in that way and I also want people to like engage through the comment section on YouTube which is like hard to do on the podcast platforms and I really appreciate people who like send me messages on Instagram and feedback and questions um but sometimes it's hard for me to like organize all of those thoughts. But if I'm like thinking about a specific topic, I can go to like a video and then see what people said about it and then kind of expand from there. So just letting you know. Also, I want to work on merch and stuff later this year. So look out for Friend Crush merch. Um, And yeah, you can follow me on Instagram, TikTok, Tumblr, Twitter, and Spotify, SoundCloud, at Amber Akilla. Today's topic is normalize having no fucking idea. I think that in this like information age, as much of a blessing and like a revolution it is for us to have access to all this information now, information that we previously wouldn't have been able to have without the internet, the like downside of that or the cost of that is that we are always looking for answers and we feel like we're entitled to an answer every time we have a question. Does that make sense? Like if you're feeling unsure about a relationship that you're in or a situation that you're in, you think that getting an answer right away is going to make the problem go away or you are looking for ways to constantly evade pain or to escape discomfort. And I think that sometimes when you just allow the space of like the unknown to be there, you free yourself up from so much of the anxiety that comes with feeling like you need to be certain about everything all the time. Because I talk about in like the adult friendships episode about how I don't think there is like a specific formula to meeting people that you're going to connect with or that you're compatible with. Like when I look back on my friendships and the people that I'm really close with now, I could never have told you like five or six years ago that if I went to this event, I would meet this person and then they would be my best friend or they would be someone that has a huge impact on my life. So I talk about how, you know, in life, one plus one can equal three. It's not always one plus one equals two. And I think that when you allow space for things to just fall into place or to just happen and occur naturally, you open yourself up to so many more opportunities that you otherwise wouldn't be open to 
if you just thought that everything had to make sense. You know, like life is actually chaotic and insane. And when you learn to sort of lean into it and also focus on the things that you can actually control and then just trust that like things are going to work out the way that they need to work out. And it doesn't mean that you're going to be happy all the time. It doesn't mean that this relationship or this experience or this job is going to make all your problems go away. The bullshit is inevitable and the bullshit is what allows us to appreciate those moments that are bullshit free, you know? So I think that you don't always need to have an answer. Like the most intelligent people are the people that can tell you that they don't know what the answer is to something, that they're still learning about something. It's always the most annoying, ignorant, arrogant people that are like, I've got an answer for everything. Everything is according to the way that I see it and anything outside of that, anything that deviates from that is wrong. Anything that deviates from that is invalid. And I think that especially like when you're younger, as I like to say, you just haven't been alive long enough to really see how like different pieces of your life will connect together. I think especially when you're in high school, because it's such an insular environment and it can feel like very controlled in a way, there's this idea that you can just predict like what's going to happen next because, you know, you have a timetable, you see the same people every day. There's like very little sort of room for like significant changes for most people. I think obviously this is just like a generalization, but when you're younger, like you're kind of going through a lot of similar things with the people around you. And as you become an adult, you realize that people that are younger than you, that are the same age as you, that are older than you, they've all lived like, they're all in very different places. They all have very different desires. They all are pursuing very different things. And part of, I think, the beauty of connection is being able to accept each other for who you are And like the ways in which you complement each other, not in the ways that you are the same. I think when you're younger and you're still like developing your identity, it's more important to be around people that can like mirror you. And as you get older, you're looking for people that can like complement you. You're looking for people that can accept you for who you are, support the best parts of you. And then people that you can do the same for, at least like that's how I see things. And I think that being open to things that you can't control and to just like the magic of the universe or the grace of God, however you want to describe it, is such an important part to being able to just appreciate like the beauty in life in spite of the fucked up chaotic mess that society can be. And You know, when I really think about like how small and insignificant my existence is, it's like a grain of sand on the beach of the world. Have you ever seen those videos where it's like a person and then it zooms out like of like the street they're on, the suburb they're in, the country they're in, the world they're in, like you're actually such a tiny little part of the world. And I think, you know, especially with the internet and this sort of like social media culture that we live in, everybody has a voice. There is this illusion that your feelings of anger or discomfort and your outrage are like making some kind of impact. Uh, When in reality, I think that true change comes from like productive and like restorative action that you can extend in your real life, but that you can also like share online I think that 
from my experience and observation around different sorts of like social injustices, the people that have the most impact are the people that share tools and share a perspective that actually brings people out of the negative place that they're in rather than doubling down or feeding into it. But of course, it's like easier and more profitable to just feed into like people's base level desires. It's much harder to empower and motivate people from, you know, like out of this like dark place that they might be in. And it's not as easy to profit off that because a lot of the times when you're encouraging people to do that, they need to sort of like break free from these sort of like material markers of success or this like incessant desire to consume, if that makes sense. And I think that when you realize like how small you are in the grand scheme of things, you realize how little control you actually have over outcomes. You know, like you can direct your life and do your best up to a certain point, And then you just have to leave the rest to the universe, you know? And when I was younger, I think up until like just before the pandemic, I felt like I was constantly in pursuit of something. And I felt like that feeling was productive. Like if I didn't feel like I was anxious and like having to like do something and be busy all the time, then there was something wrong and I wasn't going to be able to achieve what I wanted to achieve. And because of what I experienced throughout the pandemic, like, my whole life falling apart, ending up back in my hometown for two and a half years, going into like a sort of weird, like it wasn't like retirement because I was still working, but it was like retiring from the life that I thought I was going to have, you know, retiring from the things that I thought that I was working towards. And at the time it was like so emotionally overwhelming to go through and it was so difficult to motivate myself and to reframe how I saw what my path was going to be like. But in that process, I realized how little control I had because when I first got back to my hometown, I was thinking like it was somehow my fault that I'd ended up back there or it was somehow my fault that I couldn't execute the things I wanted to execute. But it wasn't my fault. Like it's not my fault that the opportunities that I needed to be around, the people I needed to be around weren't in the place that I was. And I could be mad about it every day and sad about it every day, or I could find a way to make the most of the time that I had and what was right in front of me. And as a result, I think now I am much more trusting or I try to be a lot more trusting in just the process of letting things unfold the way that they are. If I have a vision of what I want to do and I can make decisions in the short term that are in service of that, I can trust that I will eventually get to where I want. And it's not that I'm going to be able to say like in a week, in three months, in three years, because even when I look back at previous times in my life, I might've said to myself in like 2016 that, oh, there's this company that's like, I'd really want to work for or really want to work with. And then a series of events occurred and I actually was working for that company by the end of 2017 which is crazy because I didn't know anyone at the time that worked at that company. And the way that it happened was like, oh, I just happened to meet this person who I was later reintroduced to. I started working with them in a completely different industry. And then they happened to be working for that company or had started working for that company. And then I was recruited to work with them. 
And I couldn't have told you in 2016 that that's how I was going to end up working for that company. And I've had so many different experiences like that. And I'm sure you have as well. It's just this like allowing the space for serendipity and not putting, not limiting yourself to a certain timeline. You know, there is a time and place for deadlines when you're trying to execute something. But when you are working towards like bigger goals, you need to be able to be open to eventually getting to where you want to be rather than insisting that it happens exactly the way that you want it to, because it's like a combination of naivety, naivete, and also like narcissism to assume that you can control all of these things that are actually out of your control in order to get what you want. And you become really annoying to be around when you're in so insistent on people doing things the way that you want to do them. And for me, because like I'm often working in teams in the creative industry, I can't force everybody to be on the same like wavelength as me. Once I've communicated as clearly as I can what I need or what my purpose is or what my role is and what their role is and how we can work together, I need to trust that we're going to get to where we need to go. You know, like I'm working on a project now and when they when I was originally approached to work on it, the deadline was like in a month and I just thought it's impossible that this is going to get done on time and then you know, the client decided that they were going to extend and they were going to move the project deadline to another date. And even though there's been so many like different challenge points in this project, I always just try to do my best, communicate as clearly as I can, and then allow them to also do their job. You know, I can't go out of my way and like try to penalize them or be punitive towards them because they're not doing things how I would do them. Part of the collaborative process is being able to set your ego aside and like focus on what you can do to the best of your ability and then allow other people to meet you halfway kind of thing. And it's hard to do that because I think we have a desire to feel like we're constantly doing something, especially because it's so easy to be constantly stimulated and it's so easy to assume that the stimulation is productive. But in reality, there is room for boredom and there is room for like periods of rest. It's so important that you mentally rest, that you physically rest so that you can rejuvenate, revitalize and allow the dust to settle. Because if the dust never settles, then you won't really know like where you need to clean up, where you can improve. And in a lot of ways, it is a privilege to be able to create the space where you can allow dust to settle. But I think having an awareness of how important it is allows you to find the areas in your life that you can move around so that you can start to prioritize that for yourself. And I talk about how like journaling, meditation, these like self-care practices are really important for me to maintain like a stable foundation for myself so that I can show up present and connected to who I am and as a result connect authentically with other people and be able to give people the space to be who they are and for me to see them for who they are and vice versa. So being open to boredom, being open to not knowing. It takes you experiencing a similar dynamic multiple times until you've learned your lesson. And that's okay. That is your journey. Embrace it. And it's okay to not know where a certain experience or a relationship fits in your life. And that's why it's like so amazing when you do have a full circle moment. You know what I mean? Anyway, those are my thoughts. I have to go to a meeting. Thank you for tuning in. This is a short one, maybe the shortest of all.
Um, if you have any thoughts, comments, questions, please leave them in the comment section on YouTube. Feel free to send me a message, etc., etc. I hope everyone is doing well. Drink lots of water. Tell your friends and family that you love them. Go be a better person. Stay hot and having fun. I'll speak to you soon. Love you.